Hello and welcome to the College Football Revamp Podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor and this will be our last episode as this will be the culminating podcast for my capstone project for American University. Um, <clears throat> for those that listened, I really want to say thank you. I appreciate it. Those who visit the website, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Um, hopefully by this time next week, I will know that I have completed my master's degree. So that is extremely exciting and I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, let's talk a little college football. Um, last we talked, uh, we were talking about the potential for the playoff and what it could look like. Um, this week, we know what the playoff is. We know what it looks like. We know what the College Football Playoff Committee's rankings are. What I want to do is I want to go over my rankings compared to the Playoff Committee's rankings from about 15 down to 1. And then from there, we will look at what my playoff bracket would have looked like and then talk about some of the bowl games and maybe some predictions for the year 6 and the playoff games themselves. So let's roll into the rankings. Um... So for my rankings, from 15 down to 1, I had Iowa at 15, Wake Forest at 14, NC State at 13, Oklahoma State at 12, Oklahoma at 11, Pittsburgh made it to the top 10 with their win in the ACC championship game over Wake Forest, Notre Dame at 9, Michigan State at 8, Ohio State at 7, Ole Miss at 6, Baylor at 5 after their big win against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. Alabama State at 4 with their win in the SEC championship game. Cincinnati at 3, Georgia at 2, and Michigan at 1. Um, now, if we compare that to the College Football Playoff Committee, 15, we each had Iowa. 14, they had Oregon. 13, they had BYU. BYU didn't crack my top 25. Um, a lot of that had to do with their strength of schedule um, and the strength of record. It just wasn't as high as some of the other teams in my rankings. Um, they had Pittsburgh at 12, Utah at 11, I had Utah at 20, Michigan State at 10, Oklahoma State at 9, they had Ole Miss at 8, Baylor at 7, Ohio State at 6, they had Notre Dame at 5. Um, a lot of these top 10 teams, you could kind of flip them and do whatever with, and it, it, it would make sense. So, um, but yeah, all those teams are in the top nine. Um, Cincinnati at four, Georgia at three, Michigan at two, and Alabama at one. Um, Alabama got the benefit of beating Georgia and climbing to that one seed. Um, in the current format, that doesn't really matter as much. Um, even in my format with them winning the SEC championship game, they would still would have finished in the top four. They still would have gotten a bye. They still would have gotten a home playoff game. So Alabama's situation doesn't change at all. Georgia's changes slightly, but not so much. Um, if we take what the current playoff is, they, the committee has Alabama versus Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl and Michigan versus Georgia in the Orange Bowl. If they used my system, it would have been Michigan versus Alabama and then Georgia versus Cincinnati, and they would have figured out how uh, we get there either way. We would have avoided the rematch in both situations, so that's good between Georgia and Alabama. They could only meet in the title game. Um, I would, I, I think we're looking at a possibility of, no matter what, a Georgia-Alabama national championship game, but Michigan does intrigue me. Um, we'll get to that shortly. But yeah, so those are the rankings as they played out um obviously like i said not too much change not too much craziness in mine 
compared to theirs, but it does show how statistics and certain metrics can play into deciding a the, the how the playoff will look overall. Um, now, if we get into my bracket, we will see what my playoff would look like. Um, the f top four teams all receiving a bye in the first round in a home playoff game are Michigan's the one seed, Cincinnati's the two seed, Alabama's the three seed, and Baylor's the four seed. If we look at Michigan's bracket, they would play the winner of Ohio State at Ole Miss. Um, that's an interesting matchup as Ole Miss would get a home playoff game against Ohio State. Ole Miss doesn't have to go on the road. They don't have to deal with the cold. Ohio State has to go to a hostile environment, you know, hotty toddy down there uh, at Ole Miss. So that's interesting as well. If um, Ole Miss wins and they have to go to Ann Arbor, they got to go play in the cold up in Michigan and at the big house. And then on top of that, you have a nice, interesting coaching matchup between Lane Kiffin and Jim Harbaugh. If Ohio State wins, we get a rematch of the game from earlier this year, from Thanksgiving weekend, where Ohio State can, goes back to Ann Arbor to see if they can upset the Wolverines to get to the semifinal. Be a great uh, game, no matter no matter which outcome we were to get. If we stay on that side of the bracket, um, we have Oklahoma going to Pittsburgh, taking on the Panthers at Heinz Field. Another interesting game. Um, weather may play some factor in this game with uh, the temperature uh oklahoma also we would assume that lincoln riley hadn't left oklahoma for usc so they probably still have lincoln riley uh preparing for this game pittsburgh had a great season won the acc um because of that they earned the home playoff game and no matter what whoever wins will have to go to waco and play a tough baylor team this is a gr another great opportunity for a rematch with oklahoma going to baylor if they beat pittsburgh um, and trying to uh, make up for the loss they had early in the season that pretty much derailed their season in the current playoff format. Now, if we go to the other side of the bracket, you have Michigan State going to Athens to take on the Georgia Bulldogs um, in a very interesting matchup. Uh, Michigan, both teams play good defense. Georgia's defense was a little bit exposed against Alabama, but I think that Georgia would win this game. Um, we have to see how it plays out. We have to see how the quarterback plays. Stenson Bennett wasn't great in the SEC championship game. We'll see what they learned it could take away from that. Uh, Kirby Smart's a good head coach. Um, but yeah, no, that would be a very interesting game. And the winner of that would have to go to Cincinnati. Um, Michigan State's probably better equipped to handle that weather um, up there in Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, it would be very interesting. And uh, Cincinnati, I think, would be ready for either team and would probably... Uh, I think they would have a good chance of advancing, especially, like I said, based on weather. These kids from Georgia are not used to the, those cold temperatures, potential for snow, so that could really be something that uh, wreaks havoc for them. In the other bracket, uh, with Alabama winning that four seed as the SEC champion, I mean as the three seed as the SEC champion, they would be waiting to see either Utah or Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame would have to go to Utah to play the Utes, as the Pac-12 champions. Um, again, I don't know if the weather would play as much of a factor with Notre Dame being a cold-weather school. Um, I would assume Brian Kelly would not have left if this was the situation either, but you never know. Um, Marcus Freeman on the road for his first game. Very interesting. Uh, tough crowd to play against. We saw what Utah did twice against Oregon, once in Utah. So 
definitely a tough game, definitely an interesting matchup, and a matchup I don't think we've ever seen before. Uh, we're not having to go to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Very, very tough game. Um, Alabama doesn't lose at home typically, so no matter which team it was, they would definitely have uh, a hard time on their hands in the second round. Um, and then from there, we would see how it plays out with the uh, winners of the second round meeting in a matchup at a semifinal location to be determined. We'll just say this year would be the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. So you potentially have a Georgia-Alabama rematch in the semifinal or Cincinnati versus Alabama. Maybe Cincinnati versus Notre Dame on one side in a rematch with maybe, I don't know, Ohio State going over Michigan in the second matchup against Oklahoma, who maybe goes over Baylor in the second matchup. You never know, maybe Ole Miss figures something out and is able to get past both Ohio State and Michigan to get to the semifinal. So a lot of options, a lot of things that we're not used to seeing as college football fans that could really draw a lot of intrigue and get fans talking and get people watching and building up uh, recruiting bases and things of that nature. So a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of good options for this type of playoff format. Um, I personally would love to see a 12-team format like this. Um, it would just be, like I said, a lot of intrigue. I, I definitely love the matchups, love different uh, different styles of play going against each other. Uh, you got three teams from the Big Ten, three teams from the SEC. You got two teams from the Big 12. So a lot of different styles clashing with each other to uh, see who is the best by the end of the playoff tournament so that'd be really really fun and really exciting to watch um now let's transition into this year's new year six and i'll give some quick predictions on who i think will win each game um and then we'll talk about some of the other interesting matchups in the bowl season so if we start with the peach bowl on thursday december 30th you have the Pittsburgh Panthers taking on the Michigan State Spartans in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, really interesting matchup. Uh, everybody will be focusing in on Pittsburgh's quarterback, who's had a great season, Kyle Pickett. Um, Michigan State has had a great season. A lot of people were predicting them to be a 4-5 win team, and now they're playing a New Year's Six game, so great coaching on their end. Um Neither team's fan bases are in that region, so definitely take some travel to get there. Um, I'm definitely, I think I'm leaning more Pittsburgh in this game. Uh, Michigan State can definitely win. They definitely have the horses. They definitely have a good defense. But I think I'm going to lean more towards Pittsburgh for this ball game. Um, Friday, December 31st, we have the two, the two semifinal playoff games which will have Cincinnati versus Alabama in the Cotton Bowl in uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm interested to see how well the Cincinnati fans travel. We know the Alabama fans travel well, so will it be a predominantly Alabama fa fan base, or will there be a good mixture? Um, I think Cincinnati is a good football team, but they don't play the level of competition that Alabama plays on a weekly basis. And I think Alabama... As hard as this is to say this about a Nick Saban-led team, may have been kind of going through the motions throughout the season up until they played in the SEC championship game and we saw what they did against Georgia. If Alabama plays like they did against Georgia in this game, I think that they will win handedly against Cincinnati. Um, 
Cincinnati's had a great season. First group of five team ever to make it to the college football playoff. Well-deserved. I felt that they should have been the three seed, but that's just me. Um, but, yeah, this will be a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, and this will be, you know, a game that I'm really looking forward to. It's the early game for that for, for on, New Year's Day, on New Year's Eve. So we'll see what happens, but I'm going to go with Alabama. In the nightcap, in the Orange Bowl, you have Georgia versus Michigan. This is a really interesting matchup. Two matchup, two really strong defenses. Two teams, pretty good running games. Um, two interesting coaches that have dealt with a lot of adversity and people questioning their ability and things of that nature. Um, with Kirby Smart at Georgia, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Um, I think this might come down to QB play. And which QB does a better job of handling pressure and and, and identifying defenses and things of that nature. And in this instance, I just think Michigan's quarterback is better than uh, Georgia's quarterback. And so I think Michigan's going to win this in a tight game. I, I don't see this being more than like a 21-17 kind of a score. And uh, I'm going to say Michigan will advance to take on Alabama in the national title game. All right, before we get to that prediction, we have three more New Year's Six games. Uh, the first one on January 1st, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Both teams going through some transitions. Notre Dame's head coach, Brian Kelly, left. Marcus Freeman is now their new head coach. And a couple of their key players, Kyron Williams and Kyle Hamilton, will not be playing due to their uh, declaring for the NFL draft. So some different stuff going on there. Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator has left the team to go to Ohio State so he as their defensive coordinator. So he will not be calling the plays for the Cowboys in that game. I think this is going to be a close game. I think both defenses are really good, really solid. I think the offenses at times both lack consistency, so it'll be which team is able to get the best and most consistent play from the offensive side of the football. Um, I am a Notre Dame fan, so obviously I want to lead, lead Irish, and I think I'm going to. I think the Irish win this one 30-24 and finally get a New Year's bowl Big New Year's Day bowl game win for the first time since the 1994 Cotton Bowl against Texas A&M. Later that day, we have the traditional Rose Bowl game matchup that pits the Pac-12 champion Utah Utes against representatives from the Big Ten, the Ohio State Buckeyes. A really interesting matchup. Utah played very well this season. They had some losses, but they won when it mattered, <laughs> beating Oregon twice, uh, once at home in the regular season, and then once again in the... Pac-12 championship game and really demolishing them in both games, to be honest with you. Ohio State earlier in the season lost to Oregon at home, so there's some familiarity with the style of play. Um, I just think Ohio State's such a good football team, and after losing to Michigan, they have something to prove. So I think Ohio State will win this one. Um, I'm going to go with a final score of 33-16. to 16. Um, I just think Ohio State is just such a good football team. Um, that'll be really hard to beat them in 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 the Rose Bowl. Um, and the last of the New Year's Six Bowl games pits the Baylor Bears, the winners of the Big 12, uh, against the Ole Miss Rebels, uh, representatives from the SEC in the Allstate Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Two very interesting teams, two teams that are very good offensively. Um, Baylor, their, their starting quarterback was injured for the Big 12 title game. We'll see if he's able to play in this game um the backup looked pretty good for the first half but afterwards he 
uh, Oklahoma State kind of figured him out, and Baylor didn't score again in the second half. Luckily, their defense came to play and stopped the uh, Cowboys from scoring on a last-ditch effort on fourth and goal from the one-yard line with just about no time left in the game uh, to secure the Big 12 championship. Really a great game, really fun to watch. Um, but I think, again, I'm going to go with the team that plays what I think is tougher competition week in and week out in the SEC and go with Ole Miss. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll probably be a high-scoring affair. And I think I'm going to go with Ole Miss winning 41-34. to um, And now for the national championship game prediction, I have Michigan versus Alabama. This is going to be a game with two high-powered uh, one high-powered offense and two high-powered defenses. Uh, we saw what Alabama can do in the SEC title game. We saw what Michigan can do against Ohio State um, and against Iowa with their defense. I really think that this boils down to the matchup of the two Heisman Trophy finalists in Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end from Michigan, and Bryce Young, the Heisman winner from Alabama. Um, I, I just... I don't know, it's hard to go against the Nick Saban-led team. Jim Harbaugh lost a national championship game. I mean, not a national championship Jim Harbaugh lost a Super Bowl, and I think now he's going to lose a national championship game. I think Alabama wins, not in a blowout. I think in a very interesting matchup where I think Alabama wins probably, we'll say 24-14 um, for their sec for, for their back-to-back uh, -back national championship. Uh it's really hard to go against Alabama. They do great things there. Uh, Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach, I think, of all time. At least that's how I feel about it. Um, we will see what happens, but I think that'll be really fun and a really exciting matchup. And I uh, am really looking forward to the playoff in the New Year's Six games. As far as some other bowl games that I'm interested in watching, uh, first one that catches my eye is Tuesday, December 21st two teams that were in and out of the top 25 all season. Both teams played really well. San Diego State Aztecs against the University of Texas San Antonio. Um, both group of five teams, both played really well. Both had coaches that got the most they possibly could out of their teams this season. That's in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. I'm going to go with the Aztecs of San Diego State. They have more experience in these types of games, and I just think that they're a better team right now. No no final score prediction for me on that one. On the next one that catches my eye is the Birmingham Bowl between Houston and Auburn on Tuesday, December 28th. Auburn's starting quarterback, Bo Nix, has entered the transfer portal, so he will not be playing in that game. But their quarterback played well in the last game against Alabama. I mean, their backup, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, they probably should have won that game, and Bama wouldn't be, be in the playoff had they won. But uh, I'm going to go with Auburn with the upset in that game. Um, let's see. On December 29th, you have Clemson in the Cheez-It Bowl against Iowa State. Um, I believe Iowa State played in this game a couple years ago against Notre Dame when it was the Camping World Bowl. So their second trip to Orlando in the past couple of years. Um, Got to go with Clemson, even though they just lost their defensive coordinator. Uh, I think it's Mark Venables to Oklahoma as the new head coach there, and their offensive coordinator also left. Such a good football team. I think their talent is better than Iowa State's. So I'm going to go with Clemson. That night in the Alamo Bowl, you have Oregon versus Oklahoma, another really interesting matchup. Uh, Mark 
uh, Bob Stoops is back to coach for one night only for Oklahoma since uh, Lincoln Riley is not there and Venables will not be coaching that game. I think some of that emotion and some of that excitement of Bob Stoops being back and Oregon's disappointment in how their season ended is going to result in an Oklahoma win against the Oregon Ducks. Um, and the last game that I'm really interested in watching is the Citrus Bowl between Iowa and Kentucky. A Big Ten, a Big Ten versus SEC matchup. Um, both teams had good seasons. Um, Iowa was expected to play better than they did. Same with Iowa State. They were expected to finish probably in the top ten. They didn't. They did play for the Big Ten championship, which was exciting, but they were never really in that game. Um, Kentucky had a great season, far better than anybody would have expected them to have. Um, but I'm going to go with the Big Ten in this one and go with Iowa. Um, so that's all I have for this final college football revamp podcast i appreciate you listening i appreciate your time um it was a great college football season looking forward to the bowl games and and the uh, new year six games and national championship game and we'll see how everything pans out um and we will see if they do expand the playoff there's been a lot of talk about that so maybe we will have a 12 team or 18 playoff here in the next couple seasons so we can only hope right um But again, thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting the website. And thank you for going on this journey with me. It's been fantastic. It's been really great. Um, We'll see what happens in the future. Maybe I I eventually land a job in the sports world and we'll go from there. But uh, yes, again, thank you so much for everything. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right.